All right. So as we look into this weekend, Derek Jeter, bobblehead night, a little bit of showers as I took the train in today, a little bit of rain. I uh, forgot my umbrella, of course. Um, hopefully I can, you know, walk home in the rain and uh, not be too wet or just miss the rain. Hopefully the rain passes. But uh, after the game last night, I'm like, baseball gods and mother nature, please rain us out because I am scared. Corey Seager is playing out of his mind right now. Corey Seager is a guy that grew up a Yankee fan, parents Yankee fans, and uh, the Yankees didn't even give him a call when he was available two years ago. Mm -hmm. Marcus Simeon is another guy who's tearing the cover off the ball. Those two guys are most likely going to start the uh, for the AL in the All-Star game in the middle infield. Um, Ezekiel Duran is a name that Yankee fans may remember. He was in yeah. the Joey Gallo trade. If you look at him now, he's a pro ball player. He's in the show. And, um, you know, I, I got to look at the pitching matchups, but I think we're slated to face Dane Dunning. Yeah, that it's uh, Dunning Schmidt tonight. Yeah. And then um, John Gray on Saturday with Luis Severino going for us. Right. And, and then, then it's I think CBD. It's, but will that yeah. be Nate Valdi versus Garrett Cole? I hope not. I hope not, I hope, too. I mean, Former Yankee, nasty yeah, there's, another, there's another guy who performed better everywhere else he was than the New York Yankees. Yeah, it's uh, happened. But, it's a pattern. It's And I hate yeah. to say this, and I don't mean to cut you it off, no. but guys have spoken on it, right? Like, even Lance Lynn, who was here for a little while and then became an all-star with the White Sox. Sonny Gray, he said when he was here with, with Larry Rothschild, they didn't have the advanced uh, machines and data and things that he needed. And they wanted him to pitch a certain way that he didn't necessarily want to pitch. So it didn't work. But then when he went to Cincinnati, he got right. Now he's pretty decent with Minnesota. But it's unfortunate when you hear players were in New York with all the resources that we have in New York. And they didn't get what they needed to be successful here in the Bronx. And I get this feeling as I watch the Yankees that these guys don't necessarily get coached up that hard. They get thrown out there. They're professionals. And I know it's not little league. But you do need tweaks. You do need coaching. And that's why so many people are pointing at, hey, how come Aaron Hicks got right? It has way more to do with the fact that he changed his number. And when he goes up to bat with number 34 for the Baltimore Orioles, majority of the people in the ballpark don't know who he is. But when he came up wearing 31 for the Yankees, boo. I've been in the stadium. People, come on, Hicks. Get it together. Do something. Don't strike out. You suck. No, I, I agree, but I mean, for every, I, but I just think then who's coaching Bowers, who hasn't been able to stay on a major league team his whole career and has a one thirty OPS plus, or you know, who's uh, McKinney, who was a top draft pick and couldn't latch on everywhere, having a, a nice little run with the Yankees. I mean, there's there's coach, there's guys who like. For me, Rizzo's in the worst slump of his career. That's not about bat hitting coaches. Stanton is in his normal malaise recovering from an injury. That's not about the hitting coach. I mean, the real reasons that this team is losing is the other core members of this team have not just been bad. They've been playing the worst baseball of their career. I mean, that's that's literally where we are. Rizzo's in a slump. I know he's kind of gotten out of it. He had a decent Seattle series. He had the three-hit game to open the series. He's he's starting to come out of it a little bit. But, I mean, he just went through a stretch, the worst of his career. Stanton's in under 100 since he's come back. DJ LeMahieu is in the worst hitting slump of his career. Josh Donaldson has the lowest batting average of his career. I mean, these guys aren't just in slumps. They are playing the worst baseball of their career all of them at the same time, the most important Yankees who aren't named judge uh, besides Gleyber Torres, who he still has his moments where he has no idea what's going on. 
in the base path. Yeah, the what field. was that, bro? I, that I have shit no pissed idea. me off. I, I know. I, it just you can't continues. do that against Luis Castillo. Any ace, you can't give them extra outs. When I saw Glaber, at first yeah. I thought that he – I don't know what he was thinking because I I can't even think what he thinks because yeah. it makes my brain hurt. I'm like, yeah. there's no way that no. ball gets popped up to shallow right field. Yeah. Teoscar Hernandez is a pretty good athlete, and it's there's not that much space to cover out there anyway. How do mm. you run into a double play? Yeah. He didn't know how many outs there were. No. He had to have not known how many outs there were. Uh, it couldn't have been a thing where he thought the ball just, was going to yeah. drop. I mean, I, I don't know, but it's a mistake you can't make. He's a professional base player, baseball player. He cannot make those mistakes. You have to be able to read that ball. If you don't get – I know they're, they're trying to do too much. I think part of it is trying to make sure he gets the third. You, you, you can't do that. You just can't do it. You can't make those kind of mistakes, and he continues to do it week in, week out, series in, series out. He's also he's also the only one spraying the ball around the the, the yard, though. Like he comes with the and he breaks the no hitter last night. He is I know one of the better hitters. But he's no he doubt is, he's having one of his better he years is in the brain last dead. It is miraculous. Even in a win, he does something that makes everybody say, "Come on, Glaber." I know. I know he's very frustrating to watch, and that's why I think we talked about on the last episode. He's an interesting piece to see what happens. I don't think they would trade him at this deadline because they're so strapped up for offense. And you know, he's literally doing interviews before the game with Meredith, talking about about the All Star. Wants to be All Star, and he's going to hit the home run derby. So everything's great with Glaber Torres, but oh, I don't know. Goodness. With the, the state of the offense currently, I don't think you can trade him unless you're going to get better offensively. And I just can't. I can't see how that works. But and clearly, so, they don't love Peraza, so they're like yeah, they're not. They're not going to trade him. I know. And I guess now and and that's the other comments like Cashman kind of made it seem that not only would he not, you know, they're not going to do the Volpe swap, which we talked about with Peraza, but it's almost as if, yeah, no, Peraza's not getting called up. We're going to let Peraza finish his development. And it's like he was up last year. Yeah. Then why'd you do that to that kid last year? Why'd you put him in the ALCS last year? He's been up in points this year. He, he was better last year. He struggled offensively this year in the brief, brief, brief time he was up. But he's been up a couple times. If he's killing, I know he's been out of the lineup. I don't know if he's hurt. I heard it's it's either hurt or an illness. I don't know if he's just sick. You know, he's got the flu for a couple of days, but he's been out of the lineup the last couple of days. Um, I don't know why they would hesitate to call him up. One, they've already called him up. And two, he's got far more seasoning, far more seasoning than their current starting shortstop, who they had no problem they giving the keys him. of the kingdom to. Yeah, so I, I, either that, was the best marketing play of the yeah, offseason into mean, opening day. It's either that or they, I think they, if they don't, I think they're trying to move them. And that's the same thing with like Floreal too. Like, cause to me, it makes no sense what they're doing with Cabrera. Like they're sending Cabrera down because he's not hitting. Send him down to AAA, get him some at-bats, work on some stuff, and then call him back up. I understand there are injuries, but you're playing this yo-yo game with him just to be a bench player. Like, How's that going to help Cabrera get any better having him on the bench? Send him down, bring up somebody else. Why not call up Floreal? He's killing it in the in AAA. We know that he's, he's limited offensively. That's what he's shown in the major league level. But he's a talented outfielder. It's a bench role anyway. You, you obviously like Cabrera better. Go send Cabrera down. Let him stay down there. Work on some stuff get some regular at bats he's not doing anything up here that's going to help him get any better so and so that it leads me to the Oz, like those are the two chips maybe they're looking to trade at the deadline and they want florial and triple a putting up these numbers instead of up here not doing anything if they're going to try and trade him same thing with peraza call up peraza and maybe struggles why he's hitting a he's he's uh you know 
setting the world on fire in AAA. Let's let him just do that as we try to shed him and, and get as much value for him as we can. So, like, that's my thought process is both these kids might be uh, because there's no other reason not to call them up. I think both of them, you know, it's almost getting to the point where Peraza should be up. I don't understand why Cashman's saying we're not doing that. He needs further seasoning. No, he doesn't. He's had plenty of time in AAA, and he's killing it. And Floreal, instead of Cabrera letting Cabrera go down and work, he's letting Floreal just go. I like. I think they're letting these guys showcase themselves leg, in AAA. They're pissing on your leg, bro. Yeah, no, I understand <laughs> that. But, you know, if they if if they go out and trade for a fire extinguisher, I'll be okay. But, like, I, I that's what, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't I don't. They're, it's It's hard to figure out what they're going to do. But we'll we'll see. But um, I'm looking forward to this series. Texas is a good team. It's going to be a good test. And this offense is going to have to wake up. I like Stanton playing the outfield. I think that helps him offensively as well. So hopefully that continues. Hopefully that wasn't just a one-game thing to shut us all up, and then they go right back to putting him at DH every night. So hopefully that is uh, something that continues. And, you know, DJ LeMay has got to get better. These guys just got to start getting better because, I mean, I guess we got word judges swimming. Uh, Judge is allowed to walk on water, in walk in water. Yeah, He's judge is in the pool. Baseball activities. He's it's working funny. on it. You went there. That's how I was going to wrap this up on a positive. He's working note. on balance. <laughs> he's working on balance. He's in the pool. So I mean, hopefully he's two or three weeks away at the max, and they can just keep their head above water. No pun intended for the next three weeks. Yeah, here comes the judge. We hope. Um, but I still think that they're going to take their time with him, and it's going to be after the All Star break because. He's expensive. He's valuable. He's yeah. the whole team. And I think uh, they should. Like, I don't think he should play. I'm fine with that no, too. No pain. He. I don't want to. I don't want him to have a nagging. I don't, I don't want eighty percent a judge. I want a full judge. If it takes an extra two weeks, then let they're it. They're expecting him to come back and carry this team. He's going so to have. I want him to be fully healthy and ready yep. to do so. I don't want any I excuses completely. when he comes back. Uh, we rush judge back. Judge isn't right. And we're expecting him to be Superman, and, and he's still feeling that toe a little bit. So. Completely agree. I, I want no pain in that toe, and then he can come play. All right, folks. That's another episode. BXB Bronx Baseball. Uh, we've got this series in the Bronx with the Texas Rangers. And then the Yankees get to go on the road and face two of the worst teams in baseball, the Oakland Athletics and the St. Louis Cardinals. If they don't get right on the road, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, we'll be back with another episode, possibly Monday. So- after this three-game set with Bruce Bochy's Texas Rangers. Subscribe to the pod. Tell your Yankee fan friends that we do this pod. C-Mac and K-Mac on BXB. That's all we've got. We'll talk to you soon.